0: You're a very good observer, Cole. We have a very advanced program, something very different. An opportunity to reduce your sentence considerably. And possibly play an important role in returning the human race to the surface of the Earth.
1: No, license, no prints no warrants okay, he took on five cops like he was dusted to the eyeballs what year is this what year do you think it is 1996 that's the future james do you think you're living in the future i'm simply trying to gather information to help the people in the present trace the path of the virus we're not in the present now this is a place for crazy people I'm not saying you're not mentally ill, for all I know you're (laughs) crazy as a loon. The army of the 12 monkeys, they're the ones that spread
0: the virus. Monkeys?
1: He's been living in a meticulously constructed fantasy world and that world is starting to disintegrate.
0: You haven't become addicted to that dying world? No, sir.
1: He needs help. You think I'm crazy when people start dying next month? I don't belong here. You're here because of the system. I know some things that you don't know. Yes, my son. You sent me to the wrong year. You're certain of that?
0: Science ain't an exact science. You had
1: a bullet from World War I in your leg, James. How did it get there? I don't know. You're a trained psychiatrist. You know the difference between what's real and what's not. You said that I had delusions. You said you could explain I'm trying to. I want the future to be unknown. I can
0: help you. Get you out. Hello and welcome to Time Babble, where my colleague and I babble about films. Well, more specifically time travel films, or films that generally mess about with the concept of time. The films will be a heady mix of highbrow and lowbrow, but the chat will probably end up heavily weighted towards lowbrow. This week we're talking about Twelve Monkeys from 1995. The film is directed by Terry Gilliam and was inspired by the 1962 short film Le Jeté by Chris Marker. The film stars Bruce Willis, Madeleine Stone, Brad Pitt. Pitt was nominated for several awards and won the Golden Globe for his performance in the film. The film is about a prisoner, James Cole from the year 2035, who is sent to the past to find out all he can about a deadly virus released in 1996. The virus killed over five billion people and forced mankind underground. The scientists want to learn all they can from the past to treat the virus in the future. But the future technology is a little temperamental and our hero is sent back to different times and places but with the aid of his psychiatrist, he starts to understand more and more about the army of the Twelve Monkeys and what they are actually planning to release. Gilliam was a director for hire on this film, but he managed to make the film very much his own and it sits nicely with his other films, including Brazil. Bruce Willis was not the first choice for the role, but his casting ensured the film's funding and go-ahead. Brad Pitt was pretty much unknown when cast, but by the time the film came out, he had interview with the vampire, Legends of the Fallen 7 under his belt, and they had accidentally managed to cast a new A-list actor for a very small salary. I saw the hamster. Yay! God <laughs> bless <laughs> Blu-ray, 4K technology. It's what you wanted. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was yeah, watching it in a clean in a cleaned uh, sparkly HD version made a huge difference. I started it, watching... It
1: does, actually, because Gilliam's all about detail, isn't he?
0: Yeah. I started watching it on my DVD, and I realised that the picture quality was not holding up. It's it's probably one of the first DVD releases of it, and it's it's not, obviously not a remastered version, and it was really muddy. It felt stretched. It felt bad. And as soon as I switched to the, the HD quality, it was just like, oh, it, it is that difference of watching a completely yeah. a different experience. Because I, yeah, watching the hamster factory and there's the scene obviously of the, of the hamster wheel, and you can't even make out, yeah, y- even though you know there's where it is, there, yeah. you can't yeah. see it, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, Gilliam would not be, he's famously cantankerous, isn't he? So,
0: oh god, yeah, he would not like that, and he would be no. writing a letter to be fair. He was tapping on the window when was I was he? watching the was DVD, he? and he asked me, says, Can you put the um, 4K yeah. version it, on? Excuse
1: please. me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think each disc has got a little um, chip in it. And he knows. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, he has.
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he didn't find my house because I pulled my teeth out. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. I never thought of that. I no, like, have done I it, had... mate. Yeah, no, well, it's I too late, that, too long
1: just... into the film, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've done it now, but oh, I've yeah, course, yeah. Yeah, i yeah, of course. At the beginning, yeah, yeah. The the main thing I'd say about this is that the production design is amazing. Yes. It's really amazing. Yeah. Like someone's someone's really gone to town and. It looks like they've done something really good with not so much money. Yeah, yeah. Um but it's 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 like it's very you're right to say it's a bit like Brazil in that
0: it's got a very similar kind of industrial style to it. It, it feels like a companion piece in yeah, a way cause it it, it yeah. feels and looks very similar. And I was watching again watching through the and the hamster Factory is, is the um making of the documentary that goes with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was a rewatching yes. The Hamster Factory. Um, and um, they, they talk about the production, The produ- when the production guy came on quite late. So they'd already been in all these industrial kind of settings and all that kind of stuff. And they, they hadn't even worked out how what the settings were, the, the time machine or anything. And he basically went, I can do all this, but I'll go to thrift stores, I'll find stuff. So it, it it is all random nonsense. And is it, is it all practical and, effects? Um, not all of it, not all of it, but pretty, much, pretty much all is, of it, isn't it? I think there's very little that isn't it? And it's kind of, again, you forget after watching so many films since this um, that it, you just presume that this was CGI, would not it? It's so nice to watch a practical in-camera film. It's so nice.
1: And it has that kind of grungy, clunky, tactile nature that yeah. Gilliam's always really good at. Brazil's very like that as well. It's got yeah. this very sort of, it's very visceral. You can kind of feel the film, yeah, which it's really it... odd, given that it's, some will probably come on to this, but it's <laughs> not really about time travel. No, no, no. <laughs> For a time travel film, and it's something that I probably missed all the times that I've watched it before. You start watching it in context to Leggette, mm. which you just mentioned. It's much more philosophical and yes. that's not to say that it's you know it's not like deeply deeply profound but it is a, it's a film of its time and yes. oh um, yes. very much <laughs> and um, we'll get to that we'll get to that <laughs> um but um it, it is profound but it's not it's not got the depth
0: necessarily yeah, it's, it's, but it it's, does
1: it's got enough enough depth and much more than yes. most mainstream films would have usually and yep. that's but partly to do with the writing but it's also to do with how
0: Gilliam handles that. How he's interpreted that, because yeah. not, it's not his writing, or the, the basic basis of it is not his writing. Exactly. But it's also, but it's also and quite literally at some points, but it is very cartoony. You know, the, the, those cartoon elements are in there for a reason, and even, you know, the Marx brothers make yeah. an appearance. You know, that you, I think you're talking particularly about the uh, <laughs> uh,
1: psychiatric ward. <laughs> yeah. Where, <laughs> it's so amazing where they've got, is it Woody Woodpecker? No, it's not, that was not, not in using. there.
0: It's, it's Tex Avery. It's it's Tex the Avery, is Yeah, the wolf, yeah, in the in the wolf one. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah.
1: And, um, when Brad Pitt is leaping around doing his thing, uh, doing his Riddler stick, which is yeah. ironic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got yeah. all these kind of like going on behind Well, it's well from so his nice. first appearance out of his jumper, straight he away he's literally like boing. timed on a bo- 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 yeah. Bo- yeah. yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's like,
0: but the, the, the sound effects just are almost, well, they are obviously perfectly timed, but they're just beautifully perfectly timed. Yeah, it's in great. that, in that it's whole great. sequence and that whole speech that he's doing in there.
1: Uh, you, are you up with the Pitt performance? Or are you in the pits with a pit performance?
0: That's the bit, that's the only pit bit. Pit or shit.
1: Pit or shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we found a new segment. <laughs> we have. <laughs> I'm not going to do a thing for this one. <laughs>
1: just, I doubt we we'll would be using it again.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's unlikely. Uh, it's That's the only element that has aged really badly. And I agree. And that's specifically why I put in that he won an award for that. Just to Can show we see how. He's nominated
1: for an Oscar for it.
0: He won a he won a Golden Globe, but I think he? he may have been yeah. a, a Oscar nominated as well. Yeah, I think
1: for um that's sport, not sporting actress.
0: Yeah, that that that's that whole character is not. That's the only bit that's uncomfortable, not uh, uncomfortable, but really hasn't aged well. That's that's a... yeah.
1: I mean, the whole the whole sequence in the psychiatry ward and the understanding of what mental health is is yeah very outdated, and it's something that kind of a it's a difficult one because you see it in the Fisher King in particular. Yeah. Um and Time Bandits actually. Mm. Um well a lot of his films. Um, you know, he's very interested in mental health and otherwise yeah. people might see as aberrant behaviour or aberrant thought and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but the way it's presented is like it's not great. You know, you know so for example, there's a bit at the beginning where Madeline Stowe is walking through a police station. And of course, oh, there's the uh, yeah. there's the prostitutes and you know there's the drunks and you know all these kind of cliches that you expect. Yeah. And then when you get into the psychiatry ward, the extras are all have got their own little tweaks and you know quirks. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot going on there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I did. Um. You've you've already triggered one of my circled notes. What have you circled? What have you circled? I've circled it. <laughs> Um, which is that is the is the police station and it's like that is that the grimiest police station ever to hit film it's, it's only in it so briefly but it hits every cliche that pretty um, much yeah it's got that 90s grime to it it's got that very kind of on the underbelly it's not the shiny side of any of the cities it's very much the kind of we're in cardboard cities we're in all that kind of element we're not Although we do go to big museums, we go to art galleries, but most of the film is spent in quite desolate parts of um, yeah, I mean, Baltimore that, and Philadelphia. And again,
1: this is something that seemed to preoccupy Gilliam in a lot of his films. He, he kind of likes, to, he's looking at the underbelly of society. Mm. And I guess in the America in the 90s, early 90s, you'd expect that because yeah. that's what it was like.
0: Oh, God, yeah. I mean, we don't go to New York, but it's it's that kind of...
1: Wait, how, is it Baltimore, a, is it? Or it's Baltimore Philadelphia? and
0: Philadelphia, it's yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. And, and shot on location in both as well. So, right, okay. Um, but, yeah, if, if we did flick to New York, we'd be very much in the pre disneyfied Times Square New York. It would be that gritty, grimy, sleazy world. Um, yeah, yeah. Before it got um, polished and Disney-fied. Yeah. Actually, I think the film gets better
1: as you go along. So you've got the beginning... It does seem to be a lot of this kind of. There's a lot of things you expect. There's a cliche and a you know in the setup and what mm. the things you see, and then it starts to become more and more interesting. I think where it starts to become more philosophical, and that's where it kind of leans into Le Jeté. despite using the kind of quite visceral clunkiness of the time travel and what he's doing, and you know him getting beat, you know beaten up quite a lot. There is a very kind of. Whimsical is the wrong word, but there's
0: a play. There, there is a playful element to it. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's certainly that. There, yeah. That's yeah. kind of that's that's very sort of bolted on. That that kind of adds to the yeah. kind of even melancholy. Di- even, I guess even, there's yeah, a sad even,
1: melancholy to
0: it. But even during some of the kind of really quite grim, brutal scenes, there's there's also a kind of playfulness. All oh, there's a joke, but but not but not the kind. Of, obviously, that was beaten out of him. they kind of not the Bruce Willis kind of wisecracky stuff. But well, this, but ter- this didn't he. Isn't this where he's kind of going? You
1: know, you can't do that anymore. Not, yeah. Not that oh, yeah.
0: Well, again, there was. It, it, it I,
1: looks. He looks like he's invested in it.
0: Yeah. Oh, he was. And and but they they did he's have, dribbling
1: all over the place. <laughs> there's, there's a lot, of, lot Bruce, of dribbling in this. There's a lot
0: what? of Bruce dribble. Um, Uncle Bruce does dribble a lot, but they did have Uncle they, Bruce dribble. Yeah, but they did have somebody on the set apparently to make sure he didn't do any Bruce Willis stuff. So they actually to to, or pull just him, to
1: keep more dribble. Did they have pull, a? To pull yeah, him they back have a dribble boy,
0: they had somebody with a long stick with a kind of cloth on the end to, yeah, um, yeah, to add. Either, either add or remove. Yeah, oh. yeah, they got too much, <laughs> 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 too much dribble, Bruce. Too dribble. Oh, not enough, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, he, it turns out he's a really good dribbler. Oh, he's probably one of the best. All the way through the film, he's like, there's but a there's, lot of scenes of him dribbling, there's a lot of spittle
0: going on, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah a bit. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else in the film that's that is dribbling. There's,
0: a couple, just... of, there's a couple of people in that in the asylum in in the. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, but they're uh, pretenders to the throne. They're, pretend, <laughs> they're pretenders to the dribble throne.
1: Time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not, nothing, actually nothing. But I love the fact that they had they had somebody on set to stop him from. Going into um, Moonlight in Die Hard, Bruce Willis, that they actually would pull him back at those moments. Yeah, and obviously with his consent. <laughs> um, but it's that kind of nice. You need to not do that. You need to not be you. It's quite yeah. nice. You need to act in this one. It's quite a nice moment.
1: You you, you talk about acting and um, <laughs> with, <laughs> uh, with, uh, with Mr. Willis and. Um, Within fifteen minutes, you get two body back scrubs. Oh, oh my God! That, yeah, that's that's. I've got I've got
0: lots of circled um, term. Yeah, I well,
1: mean, it, it, it broom, almost well,
0: broom broomed. It gets broomed. He, he does
1: get broomed and uh, in,
0: in both in completely different places. Yeah, not as in completely different venues. sorry, not broomed in different places. and at uh,
1: different times.
0: Yes. Well, you don't
1: you don't see the full scene, do
0: you? No. So you might do. No. Yeah, that's true. That is true. All
1: over body scrub. It's called.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's that's where the loop that's where the was invented. There, there wasn't loofahs before those points and. Yeah, and that's true. Back scrubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. You had to
1: get some guy
0: to scrub your back with long broom, with long room. Yeah. Long room. <laughs> two bum scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two bum
1: scrubs, two different times. I mean, is there a bum scrub scene in uh, Vertigo?
0: Uh, the, there is in the director's cup. Is there? Um, Hitch, Hitchcock had, uh, had all those um, destroyed. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Yeah, and was, yeah, that,
1: yeah. was that was the scene that he was in, famously? It no. was. It <laughs> was <laughs> him.
0: He was getting his body back. Stumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, somebody was throwing eggs at him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no wonder if the birds were so angry.
0: Yeah, all, all, all the female actors up to that film all kind of came on set and threw eggs at yeah. him. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Which is why he'd only work with Kim Novak after that point. I know. can understand that. Yeah, Speaking
1: yeah, of yeah. Kim Novak though, um, obviously <laughs> they're they're, 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 they're <laughs> Heavily referencing uh, Vertigo again in the time travel movie, unsurprisingly. Yes. And they do actually show that scene in the Redwood Forest where yes, pointing out, beautiful. Here I died, here I was born, you know. And it's so beautiful,
0: that scene. I yeah. can see well, that, why
1: people are obsessed by it.
0: Yeah, well, it's just, and it's, I mean, it is one of my favourite films, is Vertigo, but it's, it's just a beautiful line. I kind of, Here I was born, here I died. It, it was only a moment to you. Yeah. It's just so yeah. nice. Yeah. So nice. And, um, but Madeleine does
1: dress up. Like she dyes her hair, like yeah, blonde. so they like do the hair swap thing, hair yeah. Swap. And the coat as well, is the same coat, is it? Yeah. Looks like the same coat.
0: Um, Quite possibly, yeah.
1: So, yeah, so there's some really nice little touches that happen. And yes, he's referencing things directly, but then he's also referencing directly Woody Woodpecker's time tunnel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's okay. It kind of balances off. And yes. that leans again into the cartoon nature of the film, and in a sense, it is quite cartoony.
0: Yes, yeah, so mid 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 nineties. Yeah, it definitely has that kind of. I suppose we're at Tim Timber and esque era, aren't we? That kind of when when the films were becoming kind of cartoon is not necessarily right, is it? Caricatures and kind of overemphasized style, overly stylized, was managing. To which is what came from, I guess. Into, yeah, but was sneaking into mainstream a bit more, which was nice. Mm. Uh, that stuff tended to be in art house or indie films, and it, this stuff. Through people like Gilliam and Burton, was kind of sneaking into mainstream movies, which is really nice.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, you, and then it's nice that kind of Gilliam is literally putting all his um, things that he's interested in in the background or foreground of the film, mm. whether it's cartoons, Marx Brothers, Hitchcock. It's it's nice that he got the chance, in a way, to just litter he's the put, film with that. Put stuff. everything in, but it does work together. Yeah. That's what's so good about it. That could it. have been yeah. a, such a mess of a thing, but it just works so nicely. Yeah.
1: Uh, before I forget, uh, there is a third bottom. Isn't there?
0: There is a third bottom. There is a pit uh, there bottom. Is a, there is a pit bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. In the um... full-on moon, <laughs> Yeah, it's a full-on. The walk boys are right. <laughs> yeah, we certainly <laughs> did. <laughs> and, and I think I don't even I don't know if I made a note, but I don't was it was, was was there a boy at that point that might have been
1: Oh man, I I don't think there was, but um...
0: oh, I just I, the note, the circle note I made for that particular bottom exposure was was the Brad bum, but no broom. Yeah, okay, it was no, yeah. was no, no broom. broom, no broom Dis- for Brad. Disappointingly, no broom. No broom no for Brad. No broom for Brad. His his autobiography. Um, <laughs> that's I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's
1: true. <laughs> yeah, 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 no broom, no brooms, no broom yeah. for Brad. Time. Oh, oh, yeah! <laughs> What is Mysteries and dreams. Listen to me. So when um, Die Hard first comes back from the future, yes. that's that's mixing the films, isn't it? Yeah. He goes yeah. and sees a, uh, like a panel of psychiatrists to see if he's like sane or whatever. And the yeah. main psychiatrist is Frank Gorshin, nice. who we both love uh, yeah. because of because he's in Batman, um, the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. It's, just, it's like going god, go, god shit to start this again. I hope you'll find it. See Batman. You mean there are th- others? He's not leaping around on a desk. On this no, spot. I was hoping Which he would have been done. brilliant if he was. <laughs> uh, he's a lot more considered. He's yeah. smoking quite a lot. He might be wearing the green spandex underneath. I think he is under I his think, lab coat. Well, if
0: you look on the kind of 4 4k version, you can see just between his his trousers and his socks, you can see a little bit, bit of green, green, bit of green. lycra. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think we'll find it spandex, not lycra.
1: <laughs> they didn't have lycra in 1966. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been led to believe. <laughs> Done do by who. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> suddenly he's in research mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah suddenly.
1: <laughs> now, now you now. do your
0: research. A area um, of expertise comes up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's taken a while to find it. but now, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, but we have. We have, did, that's, we that's have discovered thing. it, yeah. Yeah. Um and and he's great. I mean he's so yeah. good. And he even though he's doing a playing a completely different character, although it's quite neat kind of opposite where before he was a maniac and now he's a psychiatrist. That's yeah, a lovely yeah. That's a good bit of casting. It's a really yeah. bit of lovely bit of casting. Yeah. And and I'm sure Gilliam or the casters or whoever were totally
0: aware of that. They would have been. Yeah, well, I presume that. I presume that's another kind of. It's a lovely monke- little nod. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously they 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 monkeyed around with who was going to be in the film and stuff, monkeed. and obviously Gilliam had final say. So I presume that's, an, that's another nod to a a, a childhood love. Um, but he yeah.
1: but he is great. He's he's so solid, and he actually I'd forgotten he appears. He's kind of peppered through quite a lot. Is
0: it's in it's in a few of the timelines yeah. a few of the time points rather. Right? Well, yeah. we'll get onto the uh, the time blow in a sec, but yeah,
1: um, yeah, he does appear, you know, throughout. And, you know, he's this kind of, he's an unbeliever. Yeah. You know, as psychiatrists well, he, well, he, usually are.
0: When um, um, Die Hard's doing his kind of like yeah. speech about what's going on and, he, and Gorshin just does a wonderful eye roll. Of he really does, of Like, yeah. hey, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And there's another scene where he's talking to Madeleine where he puts a cigarette in his mouth, but the way he puts it in is beautiful. He just <laughs> like flips it to the side mm. and then rolls it into the centre of his mouth. And it's like it's those little touches that's just yeah. like oh yeah there we go yeah he's beautiful
0: a, he's, he, yeah and he is kind of such a such an underused character actor you kind of think he should have been peppered through through stuff so well much. He should, he should, well I mean I know, you know, I, I, I know he is <laughs> yeah
1: but he should have been almost like the... he's he's he was almost a, like
0: the star in Twilight of the Ice Dimp, Andrew I'm aware of his <laughs> of his, of his of his big comeback his big Hollywood comeback. <laughs> But it uh, feels like he would have been such a cool kind of character actor in a Dick Miller style of just yeah. like being in so higher quality better than Dick Miller. Although Dick Miller's in good stuff. Um, but kind of in, <laughs> in that kind of um, just peppered throughout kind of film It history, doesn't like, matter.
1: It, Dick Miller wasn't in Twilight
0: of the Ice Nymphs, was he? No, he wasn't. No, no there he, we go. Okay. He, he, he won that one. Yeah. He did. He really did. <laughs>
1: if, <laughs> if I can convince you that Twilight of the Ice Nymphs is a time travel film, would you watch it?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's not though, is it? You're gonna to have to convince me. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. You could yeah. just say it's a time travel film, and you know. it's not though. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've um, done the Guy Maddens. Yeah. Uh,
1: you, you spoke earlier on about like uh, little jokes, little touches here and there. Yes. And all, <laughs> and I don't know why this tickled me when they go and see Gorchin and the panel. They've got like a big two <laughs> butter I... biscuits on the table, <laughs> and it was just like, I just like, I was just really giggling.
0: Well, you kind of think, how many, how many of these people are coming in through the day, kind of yeah, giving yeah. their they get hungry, and, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to, you know, yeah. put biscuits and a cup of tea out, because we're going to we have go. to listen to this. And the next one's doing time travel. The next one's a medieval monk. Wh- whatever's Ugh, going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, What's going um, on in their <laughs> tiny minds? <laughs> yeah. And they're you know, rolling your eyes. Here comes another one. Yeah. And the only, only person on that panel with any sense of humanity is yeah. is Madeline Stowe, sat on the end there going. Oh, she's there she's really good. I've forgotten how. Good she she's great, isn't she? Um, and she she's not in enough stuff. Another one no, she's person not. who doesn't like, um,
1: Yeah, she just kind of anchors everything. Yeah, you know, there's all this madness going on, and you know, she's she flips from this kind of unbeliever to believer. There's a brilliant bit where, and in fact, she's talking to Gorshin. Yeah, where she's talking about psychiatry
0: like it's a religion. She says, "Yes, I've lost we're... my faith." Yeah. You know, so and that's we, like, we decide really what's re- we decide what's real, we decide what's true, yeah. and I've lost i yeah, yeah. my way. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Oh, it's great. She's well, the, well. That whole I think I think the, the the central part of the film rests on her because mm. that kind of the romance, effectively, with somebody else in that role, it would be a hard thing to pull off that you, you'd fall in love with this dribbling Bruce, it's maniac character, but it's so well handled how the the two of them have this connection. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 And, it get, and that gets stronger uh, each time you watch it, I think. Just, that that performance is just so, so strong. It really is. There's a bit where
1: um, Die Hard escapes from the prison yeah. cell and Gorshin comes in and he's doing this kind of sucking noise with his, of his oh, mouth. He's like <laughs> kind of... It's odd, right? It's, it's, like, so it's odd. like
0: it's like it almost sounds like somebody flicking false teeth. Yeah, yeah. It's it's oh yeah yeah. It's it's a yeah. really
1: weird sound. But um what's really funny is like he is describing this kind of crazy escape attempt that that Diehard would have had to make, which yes. is totally
0: the same as what Batman would do. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you know okay. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're in, they're in the kind of almost impossible situation yeah, impossible. the John- yeah, Jonathan freak like a... kind of you know, how, don't, how don't, do you uh... explain how do we explain this impossible escape box thing yeah and he's and you can see he's like des- almost desperately looking around to kind of like put some rationale yeah. on it yeah 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 while flicking his false teeth but but yeah. it's exactly what batman would be doing Yes, maybe not <laughs> flicking his false teeth no, Well, well, <laughs> he, I mean he might, Batman he might, might be, be flicking Robin's false teeth but Oh, yeah. he's, well, I mean And that's all we've got time for Time!
1: Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah! Uh-huh. What is it they're uh, doing stuff and
0: things. Listen to me! There is a scene of one of the kind of brutal, grimy places that um, Die Hard take, takes Madeline while they're trying to find the army of the 12 monkeys and they're following a drip paper trail yeah. and they go, they go into a Abandoned hotel or theatre? Theatre isn't it? It's like a theatre. Theatre. Yeah. Uh, an abandoned theatre. Um, and we just stumble in as two people are literally beating somebody to death. Yeah. They, they turn around and see the other new two people coming in: Die yeah. Hard and Madeline, and go, "Oh, we can now beat these two people to death." Uh, and not just that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. well, not just that, but yeah. So Bruce Willis kind of goes a bit, kind of die does go a bit die hardy. Um, he does go die hardy. Yeah. Um, rescues Maddie from one of those people. And she goes, "You've you've killed him. You've killed him." And he does an amazing kind of. He goes, goes oh i see his dead people <laughs> yeah he does it's so nice um yeah. basically because all these people that he's interacting with now it doesn't matter who he kills because no, they're in, all in dead years, anyway in a year's time yeah ha- at least half of them have gone the dead yeah. yeah so nice
1: it's interesting because that like his viciousness is kind of underplayed a little bit he, he he underplays it yeah but it's there and it pops up and um it's kind of problematic but also like as, as he's the hero but he's like an anti-hero as well,
0: mm. which is kind of nice. But it's shot so nicely. A lot of those scenes are shot very close on his head, mm. on his face mm. and she tends to be in most of those scenes and is the person in quite a lot of them sort of calming him back down, even if he has just brutally killed somebody. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sort of bring- bring- bring <laughs> him back, it. bringing him mm. back. We've all been there. Uh, all been. Bringing-, bringing him back to what is po- possibly reality, even though he's not always show sure what is real it, which includes a, a, a later attack um, in a in, another, in a sleazy hotel oh, yeah. um, <laughs> where he he somebody bursts in um with a, with a knife and does most ridiculous character actor ever i had the most the ridiculous <laughs> although he does get to put his coat on a hanger and then put the, oh, the whole so, thing on the and floor he drops it on the floor yeah <laughs> that's amazing that that bit. is that is beautiful <laughs> but but die hard yeah. does does do the is this one of my delusions or is this really happening she's like am no am I a die hard this.
1: or am i in a different film
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> am i am i trapped in an air duct yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, she goes, no, no, this is real. Um, We need to yeah, solve this. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's like she's kind of always kind of like... Well, she is a psychiatrist. Buffering where, where his reality is.
1: But the, at the same time, there's a, there's a really lovely bit in the film where Die Hard is so sure about him being... You know, the reality of time travel for him is, a, you know, it's like he knows what's happening. Yes. But there's a point where then he's being convinced by different people and, like, ethereal voices. Is it said? Who knows? Yeah. Um, and then he's trying to convince... Uh, Madeline, that yeah. is just delusional, and because he what she, he wants so much for that
0: reality to yeah. be that reality, that the presence to be the present, which is what she sold to him that you yeah, are exactly you are the you, you are imagining and all this stuff me, mentally divergent. But then she is actually she she's actually going.
1: Uh, no, you got shot in World War One, and uh, there's this and there's this. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really nice,
0: but her but her kind of realization comes over a couple of years. And yeah. piecing piecing all this stuff together. So she You're becomes right. a believer. Right. Um it's a so nicely played as she becomes a believer and he's like, No, no, I'm just mentally ill. I don't I don't time travel. I think you make a really good point. You know, you could argue that,
1: oh, she's suddenly flipped and she's become like this time, you know, that she suddenly realized that time travel does exist, which it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, we wouldn't be doing would that. Exactly, what <laughs> would yeah. be the point?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would be the point? If we had a camera, we'd be staring
1: into it right now.
0: <laughs> well, and the Tex Avery cartoon will be going bye bye <laughs> uh, and it will be Yay-o-ing. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Definitely the thing that holds the film together. It's so such a central performance. If it's not the Riddler, it's Madeline. Yes, sorry, yes, the second main act. The, the second main actor. In <laughs> if it's not the riddler fl- flicking his false teeth, it's, <laughs> it's Madeline's <stuff>. I <laughs> mean,
1: we should praise her a bit higher than that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> my circle note this week oh, okay. is... What have you circled? What have you circled? I've circled it! I love the monkey with the torch on his head, holding a beef sandwich. It
0: oh, <laughs> <He's laughs> going down in the well. Going down into a well. <laughs>
1: I mean, who doesn't want that coming at you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and part of me kind of hoped that this was kind of some weird actual event that they they'd shoehorn into the film. But obviously, it was it was shot for the film. Yeah, But but
1: but there were. I remember as kids, there were kids that got trapped down wells. Okay, it doesn't a... happen anymore. <laughs> I mean, just that? Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate uh, the uh, supply of water has changed quite a bit in society. <laughs> certainly in our country, anyway. I mean, I, you know, I'm speaking for from a privileged Western perspective here. True, not, to true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not to get serious. Not to get serious. Not not to Listen get to
0: it. <laughs> yeah, not to get serious. Uh, but it doesn't have any more. No, well, do people, do people disappear in potholes now? Is that how it works? There's monkeys all the way through, and
1: this is the best monkey.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. What's your so favourite
1: long... monkey in it's the monkey? A... Is there... Oh, is there... Is there 12 references to monkeys in the film?
0: Oh, I've got... Well, if we can count a grizzly bear as a monkey, possibly you could do. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Monkey one. It's, it's monkey quite one. Possible. There's yeah. the monk There's the monkeys that we see at the uh the beginning. Do we see monkeys, The grizzly bear. Do we see monkeys at the beginning? No. In, in the in the snowy no. Philadelphia. There's the monkeys that are let loose at the end. Yep. Yeah. Um. There's the grizzly bear, which makes two appearances. That's two monkeys. <laughs> There's two monkeys. <laughs> was the film two or twelve monkeys? Uh, two we, mon- two yeah. monkeys. <laughs> two the monkeys. The army. The army of the two, two monkeys. monkeys. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and problem solved. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Woo. Didn't think we'd
1: ever get out of that cul de sac. Turns out with a bit of bullshit. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, <whoops>. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> just the just. <laughs> My toes curl. I know it doesn't need to, <laughs>
1: so I'm going to put it over the top for some of this <laughs> today. At least in the intro, like all over your intro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the other monkey, one of my other circle oh, yeah, notes yeah, yeah. one of my other circle nuts is again. If we're if we're loosely covering monkeys, well, it's more a squared note, It's not oh, actually circle. Oh, okay. Squared nut. <laughs> squared <laughs> note! Why have you squared it? <laughs> I didn't know how to do a circle. <laughs> There we is, go. Is the, is the teddy bears on his blanket. Oh! The teddy bears in the future oh, world, beautiful. in the grimy world, where there's, there's the scientists are trying to convince this him. This is what I was talking about earlier on, about
1: how it gets more and more kind of Gilliam-esque, the film, as you go on. <laughs> and so that bit where he wakes up and he's in the bed in the future and you see um, there's a painting
0: in front of him. It's like heaven. It's, it's heaven, isn't yeah, it? beautiful landscapes, a heavenly kind of landscape.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah very famous. Artist that I can't remember the name of.
0: No. Tac tac
1: tac 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 <laughs> <laughs> tac.
0: Let, let's say Turner. Let's say Turner. It's not. Uh...
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> so he wakes up, and um, Die Hard wakes up, and he's a beautiful painting of heaven, oil painting of heaven, and um, the kind of doctors or scientists just rise up and sing. Blueberry Hill
0: is it? You see the, the Blueberry Hill, or um, which the other the other one, Wonderful World? Is it? I think it is Blueberry. I think it's Hill Blueberry World. Hill. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then you see him like snuggling up in his teddy bear duvet. Beautiful.
0: Yeah, with all the kind of future kind of technology, rub, grubby technology around, around him. Yeah. And there's yeah. this old school kind of teddy beautiful. bear blanket. So nice. So <laughs> good.
1: Just going back to the uh, monkey going down a well in a sec. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was very clever of the rescuers that um, they gave him a beef sandwich because famously monkeys don't like beef.
0: Oh, okay, that is a well-known fact, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. they will eat any other sandwich. Any other sandwich apart Any from the sandwich. Yeah. Even, even a monkey sandwich, but no. Monkey. Oh, got yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I yeah. Mean, that's a the, favourite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, yeah. Ideally.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a bit cruel that they're sending a. <laughs> oh, the, the the boy that's fallen down the well is really hungry. What should we send him? Oh, let's send him a monkey sandwich. <laughs> let's send him an,
0: ang- an angry monkey with a beef sandwich. With a beef sandwich. He'd <laughs> oh, be angry and hungry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give me that sandwich! No
0: because yeah, they could have just—I I wasn't fully sure on this because they could have just put the sandwich in the bucket and lowered that. Yeah, why did I
1: they wasn't send? Sure, why did I they sh- send the monkey down? I wasn't
0: sure. <laughs> was the was the monkey to lift the very small monkey? Was that to lift the boy out? I, it it I did don't have a know. camera on. I think it did have a camera on its head. I was it light. Or a light. I thought it was like I, no, a little miner. It had a light, didn't it? Oh, a light for sandwich. <laughs> it there wasn't a it wasn't a bucket and a spade. It was a bucket a monkey and a sandwich. It was. It was. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure why the monkey was in the basket (laughs) (laughs) it was lovely and like you say it was one of the central performances Uh, I I think so fantastic for many people I mean
1: if it was a goose that might have been marginally better a goose in a bucket with a beef sandwich there we go They don't like beef sandwiches either.
0: No, no, no. They don't like any sandwiches. No. That's
1: true. They don't eat yeah. sandwiches. They don't. They, they. Yeah. They famously don't like bread, do
0: they? <laughs> they. will they, they, tolerate it. Tolerate but bread. <laughs> but most most geese are wheat intolerant. Ducks will go for it. Oh, ducks are <laughs> all over all, a all over sandwich. bread. <laughs> oh, is that got beef in it? <laughs> There was no goose set set free from the zoo, was there? Obviously, wasn't a pen no. zoo part of it. No. What do we have? We had uh, three, three elephants, I think.
1: Elephants, giraffes, tiger, flamingos, tiger, tiger, uh,
0: the grizzly bear. Grizzly bear again. You mean the monkey? Mon- the... mon- grizzly monkey. Grizzly monkey. Uh, <laughs> grizzly monkey. The uh, the monkeys on the scaffolding. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Are There's where the monkeys are. Yeah. The, yeah. I think there was eleven there. So with the bucket monkey, that is twelve.
1: Uh, no, so there was nine there on the on the climbing frame. Okay, two grizzly monkeys and the yeah. bucket monkey.
0: Twelve makes, makes the army of the twelve monkeys. Army
1: of the twelve monkeys. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is brilliant that the whole the whole kind of purpose of him searching for the army of the twelve monkeys is completely wrong. Yeah,
0: it's, it's not, I it's love not, that.
1: It's not even them. It's not even the point. It's of the wonderful. Film. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's wonderful. <laughs> it's a complete misdirection. But that that's that's the kind of beautiful. It's like that chasing. It's it's almost like the kind of chasing stuff in life, isn't it? And missing the fact that the real things happening somewhere else. It's just that kind of your focus is purely set on this, this one thing, and the actual story is happening just over there. It's so nice. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So cool. Yeah, the whole the whole film is basically a macguffin. It's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a really lovely bit where Madeline
1: goes back to the same place where they got attacked in the hotel or mm. theatre, the Ada, and she she meets the the homeless bloke. Oh, the voice. Just taking the, the, voice. Voice. Yeah. Let's call him the voice. Yeah. They're calling the voice. Yeah. He's saying, "Oh, it's you, it's you," and he's saying, "No, no, no, it's not me." And they kind of he's really, she's really close to him. She says, like, "Oh, come here, listen to this." And there's a bit where she she kind of just like turns the nose up, she can really yeah, really stinky <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> and it's somebody's... like either she's done it or she's been told to do it. it's not in this great no, no, it's a lovely little touch and a nice little joke, or,
0: or maybe I'd been eating pilchards that day, and she just couldn't, mm. not that's very possible, <laughs> yeah. But he's he's great actually. I love him. Uh, the The voice, the voice is great. Yeah. Um. Because the, the voice, the disembodied voice appears a lot in the film. And well, the, I mean, you it,
1: are a fan of disembodied voices, aren't you? Uh,
0: as, Whether as, you like dis- it or not. <laughs> as a disembodied voice myself, I like, um I do love a fellow yeah. um duda. But he's in it quite a lot. I think he's only physically in it once or twice or twice. Twice or three. I don't think he's in it more than three times. Three times, um, three times, three times a disembodied voice. But that character is, is littered throughout the film it's in the prison cell, <laughs> I mean in the toilet cubicle, all over the place. Such a good kind of creepy voice. Nice. As all disembodied voices should be.
1: Yeah, they're not. They're not usually nice, are they? Kill them. Kill them all. Time. Huh. Yeah. What is- not much, really. So uh, towards the end, when um, Brad Pitt lets loose all the animals roaming around the city, Madeline and Die Hard are in the taxi and they're driving to the airport. And there's a really nice bit where the taxi driver, they're, they're asking her what, what's happening. and The taxi driver goes, oh, some idiots let out all these animals. There's like elephants down on Interstate <laughs> 2. And yes. then she says, like, there's something called an emu blocking the road, <laughs> a block the road or something. And that's, that's really
0: nice. <laughs>
1: It's like, I don't even know what these fucking animals are.
0: <laughs> so, but then they won't have had a Roy hole in America, will they? So, hey, that's you know, true, yeah. We, we were fully down with the emu, yeah. Yeah, I
1: mean, if we'd seen an emu running around the town with someone with an arm stuck up his butt.
0: Yeah, we'd be like... we you know, know what yeah. it is, yeah. We'd, we'd you could, to that. You know, mid, be in the 70s and we'd be just like, yeah, it's just what mm. happened, yeah, yeah.
1: And it would be the fifth bum in the movie.
0: It would be the yeah 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 the elusive the elusive fifth bum.
1: the elusive fifth <laughs> bum, which is ironically is uh, is the title of my biography.
0: Oh okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for the audio book. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, 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 do you count? I, I really couldn't keep up with the number of cat. I don't know if it's a drinking game or if it's just one of those things that is impossible to count. It would be the, whatever the num- you want it to be. The number of times Brad Pitt flips, flips the, I believe the Americans call it, flips the bird. Flips the bird. Yeah, he does that a lot. Oh, he it's does. A, it's a lot of middle finger. It's about 20 times, I'd say. Oh, at least, maybe more than that. No, more than 20. There's a lot of that going on to
1: the, to the guy. Are we going to or... spend our time talking in the podcast about how many times Pitt flips the bird in a movie? <laughs> I mean, if it's yes, then we'll, go, we'll do it. Let's do it. I'm willing to do it. I'm, I'm happy. So there was that scene in the shop. <laughs> Does it about 50 times? Oh, you're right, yes. Yeah, he lot, does innit? it, it every, in every scene. He's flipping <laughs> every a <bird>. scene.
0: <laughs> you're right, he does, yeah. It, it, yeah, he won an award for that. <laughs> yeah, Bird Flipper. Bird Flipper. <laughs> bird Flipper of the year yeah, goes there we go. to <laughs> And the Oscar for Bird Flipper goes
1: too. The one year when he was lucky they presented, that was the one year they presented the Bird Flipper Award.
0: <laughs> Well, they do it every, every year, there's one guest kind of award thing. A like guest the award, yeah. It's like the Olympics, where <laughs> so you, can, is, you can have something yeah. from your own country. So the yeah, Americans yeah. got to introduce who who flipped the bird yeah. the most. I mean,
1: there's the famous, infamous, sorry, uh, 1978 horse swallower, which was won <laughs> yes. by uh, Robert Redford, I
0: believe. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah the, the award itself has, has been missing since. It goes for a fortune on the. Um... I mean,
1: it's still working its way out of Robert Redford's <laughs> Elementary canal.
0: Ha 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 that podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> and out. <laughs> the lawyers are leaning on me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, <laughs> it's always fun trying to catch their attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they drift off, you can see them. Yeah, they do. Pen, they, yeah, they jamming do. the pencil. Oh, oh, this is getting Eat, a bit tedious, isn't it? Eating podcast? beef oh, this sandwiches. This is dragging a bit,
1: yeah. yeah oh, they eating. do like
0: the beef sandwiches, unlike yeah. the. Like the monkeys Climbing into tiny buckets and then yeah. suddenly it's like, whoa, no, well, get paperwork on a sec. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is our time. <laughs> what I particularly like about Twelve Monkeys is um when it when it gets to the airport scene, you start to feel much more leggette esque at that point, obviously because there's so much of the airport in the original film. And um what I love is 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 that you start to feel how Madeline kind of presages it earlier on in the film where she she's doing this talk okay, about yeah, Cassandra yeah. complex which is really beautiful where she's talking about like how it's about people that kind of have seen the future but they're powerless to do anything about it. Yes. And and Legette is all about
0: that, you know. Yeah, the inevitability of
1: Yeah, the inevitability of death and the sort of premonitions of that and the kind of psychology of that. And um it doesn't really run all the way through the movie, but certainly the final scenes it does. Yeah. And um it's a lot closer than you might expect, I think. You know, they they say at the beginning, I think in the titles that it's inspired by Leggette. It's like it's kind of copied and they've expanded on it.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know. taken the, <laughs> yeah, the basic premise. They've added they've added in more um, shenanigans around it, but the, the, the basic but and they've the basics. Of... But they
1: they have really got the kind of core mm-hmm. of what Leggette is. Yes. You know, it'd be interesting to know what Chris Marker thought about Drug Monkeys. Um, yeah, I think it was um, done.
0: Was it done with the guy's blessing?
1: Well, they, they bought the rights from him. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: It's some money.
1: It's some money, Chris. All right, thank you. Yeah. You're
0: looking it up. No. Yeah, you are. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um... <laughs> But but Legeti, but Legeti, we even talk should we talk about that for a bit because Leggetti is such a yeah. beautiful film, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it is. Well, a bit, of, a bit of less than thirty-minute film that's static shots, but it's static shots that feel like they're moving. From the sixties. Yeah, I mean, I, know, I, it's I don't really, really before its time. Yeah, and I don't fully know the reasoning why it's still shots. If it's just purely budgetary, but there's some expensive-looking. It's set. not purely. It's not purely budgetary. No. So, no. And it's just it feels great. I mean, the the way that the the static shots are used makes you feel like they're moving till it actually moves. Ah um, uh, well, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just so it's it's brisk. It's kind of really tightly done. It's got a beautiful weight to it. Whether you watch the subtitled or the, there's a. a quite a nicely done narrated version as well um, English narrated version yeah. and it just works so well but I, I don't really know the reasoning behind that, that particular artistic choice but I, I, there was a nice somebody quoted something about kind of like you can look at that and you can see that Creativity has got nothing to do with kind of budgets or what's in front of you, it's purely the skill of the person telling that story. That's and that's, absolutely right. That's a prime example of that.
1: And that kind of feeds quite well
0: through to Gilliam as
1: well to a certain extent. Mm. You know, he's not he's not the filmmaker Chris Marker is, but he's using what he needs to use to make yes. a film. You know, he knows what he wants to make. In terms of the photography, I think it's a lot to do with how photographs capture time. Yeah. Much even probably much more than the film does. In the sense, it's like it's a static moment in time. You can't see the continuum. It's just this pinpoint of it. So using uh, still photography kind of emphasises that. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, which is really lovely, because it's about filmmaking. You know, film is a a sequence of images repeated. You know,
0: it is still still. We are looking at static shots. It's
1: yes, exactly. And it's the illusion illusion of the mind and the eye that's doing it. And this is what Twelve Monkeys gets right because they're talking very much about what is reality am i believing what i'm seeing
0: yeah subjective reality yeah However, exactly yeah.
1: so for example there's a bit where cole sorry there's a bit okay. where diehard all right <laughs> jesus <laughs> I think it's diehard Hard. come on <laughs> uh where diehard escapes, escapes he's escaping the uh the Cicachi ward and he sees the guard at the newspaper and at mm. one point it's it's one person and then He looks again, and it's someone else, it's someone from the future, and then it flips back. So it's all like, is that what he saw? Is that what we
0: saw? Is that what the future, you know, is it someone in the future flipping back and forth? But there's also that kind of thing with the static images that you're staring at a static image for, and in most cases, it does static images in Leggeti and move, uh, changing relatively rapidly, but your eyes are. Having to take something in, and quite often there's no narration over quite a lot of it, so you're you're absorbing it in such a different way. It's such an interesting film. Yeah, it's, an it's lovely, film. and um,
1: but it it retains that kind of melancholy and sadness, particularly sadness. Again, this is what Gilliam I think picks up really well in *Job Monkeys*, where there's a sadness of yeah both Madeline and the baby Die Hard when yeah. he you know because it finishes ends on his eyes, doesn't it? The film, yes, the that, film. yeah that, yeah. The whole film, so it's you know sort of it loops itself around. There's a sadness of the inevitability of what's happening because interestingly in this film, whatever happens happens. They can't change the future at all. That doesn't happen in in other time travel films. Usually, what happens is that oh, don't don't tread on that butterfly. Whatever you do, because it will change stuff.
0: Yeah, I've come back to save you. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Whereas this is like well, it's tough. You can't do anything about it. But what we're trying to do is trying to ameliorate what's happening in the future.
0: Yeah, because one of the lines actually um, is, I I can't say, he actually says, I can't say, I think that's when he's in front of the Riddler. He says, I can't, he says, have you come back to save us? He says, I can't save you. It's already happened. Yeah. I'm not not here to change it. It's it's happened. It's basically fact-finding, isn't it? So they've gone down the wrong road. They've basically gone down the wrong road. um, And it takes them the duration of the film or the six years of the film to realise that the thing that they're chasing is the wrong thing. So the people from the future eventually realise that that's not what we're... We're not actually looking for the army of the 12 monkeys.
1: There's a really nice sort of like, what seems like a happy ending, is not where one of the people from the future is sitting on the plane with the main baddie, saying she's insurance, which is a great yeah. Nice. I mean, insurance. I'm but he's already let the virus loose in the airport. Oh, it's happened. It's already happened. So well, even then, it's already happened. That's
0: yes. lovely. Yeah. So there's no perception that it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, because there's that moment, which and in most, it's just it's just a, that's a nice moment in the airport where the guy with the actual virus in in in, in um, glass containers is stopped at this, the um, at the airport and says, "Can I open this?" And he's like, "Yeah, um, yeah." And yeah, he's like Yeah, yeah. at that point, he doesn't care. No, he, so he it's not like he's doing it to save himself. It's like, no. Yeah, and that wonderful scene where he holds it under the, the uh, security guard's nose and goes, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. even have an order.
1: What's brilliant about that is that um, just after that is a really wonderful joke where he's walking off and uh, oh, the security yeah. guy behind him <laughs> goes, I ain't got a sec, can you go, what? And he's holding up budgie smugglers. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> are these yours? And it's like, it'd be brilliant if uh, you turn around and go, you know, sniff these. You're <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe that's where the real virus is. The actual virus, <laughs> the actual virus is, is, in is in there. In, in the they work. Sh- <laughs> I mean, it's, it's brilliant that he's smuggling viruses and he's got some budgy smugglers. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Containing the, concerning the real threat the to real humanity. The real
1: threat to humanity, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, mate, are these yours?
0: Are these yours?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and they yeah. like like blue speedos or something. Oh, yeah, great. blue It's, trunks. it's yeah. really good,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really made me laugh. Um, But, you know, that's the pivotal point of the film where this guy is just about to uh, walk through um, immigration
0: and and destroy,
1: like, five billion people with a virus. Half of humanity. And it's like, are these your pants?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even mass murderers wear pants, yeah. I mean, we need to finish
1: there, don't we? (laughs) Well, most. <laughs> most. most.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying what those pants are made of, but no, they, they no, do yeah, It pants. might be human flesh. It might be human flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, probably it probably is, probably human, is human flesh.
1: flesh. <laughs> Which, ironically, monkeys don't like either. Now it's
0: time for... Heiko Limerick! Everybody's favourite part. Is it though? Yeah, we do this every week, and people love it. But from letters we get, written, the letters that come in, we know people love it. That's
1: true. That is true. Shall uh, we go? We, yeah, I think you should go first.
0: Okay, I can go first. Um, Are you
1: going haiku or limerick?
0: Well, I, I'm. I'm a bit locked in now.
1: <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs>
0: I'm a bit I can't in. believe we're doing this.
1: <laughs> it's madness. <laughs> we should be locked up with Jeffrey
0: and all his friends. Um, so no, obviously I'm I'm now fully fully team haiku. Um,
1: team haiku. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but... I mean, I'll be really interested uh, to hear your limerick when you get back into limerick. Because it'll happen. It'll. Oh, it'll happen. I know
0: it'll happen. I know it'll. It will happen. But you need
1: to you need to find your way back in your own time.
0: I do. It's the, do. The, the it's the journey, and it's I'll a, get It's there. all about
1: the journey. <laughs>
0: I will get there. <laughs> <laughs> If I if I could ideally mutate the haiku and the limerick together, then that must be possible. That's that's my ultimate kind of um Well well yeah But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, uh, two, okay. I have, uh, yeah, I've got two end lines, but I'll just go with I'll just go with the one. Um, well,
1: the, go with a better
0: one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with the one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the other one's shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Germs do not exist. Our hero's bum is broom cleaned. Take out insurance. Whoa. I
1: like the way that that's, you know, it it starts to become business. Very (laughs) business-like. Business. It's very business-like, yeah. Business time. Yeah, it's business time, yeah. (laughs) And I like the, I mean, you know, referencing the... uh, the body back scrub is a, yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah. Know, well, that was
0: the whole thing was built around that obviously it's like
1: yeah. we babbled about that isn't it otherwise you would be it, it screwed didn't
0: we what's he talking about
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and He's the insurance yeah
1: oh yeah 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 you're right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i had
0: yeah. forgotten about that but you 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 led what that if we cut that bit out it will make very little sense yeah <laughs> we didn't touch upon the fact that that Brad goes on about germs do not exist but that's that's fine
1: oh you're right but I think we could it'll be fine. Don't people can assume that.
0: Well, people have watched the
1: film anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, and if they haven't, who cares?
0: Yep, nobody.
1: I mean, the, the Venn diagram of people who have watched this film and people listening to this <laughs> is 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 a very thin they, slither.
0: They're two <laughs> two very small circles that don't touch. That's right. That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> two non-touching circles. <laughs> Each seeking happiness. That's right. I think every time. Every podcast we go, he's seeking happiness, (laughs) (laughs) like in desperation.
0: Okay. Anyway,
1: where have you gone, sir? So this week I've gone with Limerick.
0: Nice. Now,
1: I spent a long time over this. It doesn't show it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what, what do you mean by a long time?
1: Uh, oh, about 20 minutes. Okay,
0: oh, well, that is a long time. Yeah, yeah. it's a long time for yeah, me. That is a long time. I
1: mean, I mean, I cracked out last week's one in like seconds. It was easy, really okay, easy. Nice. But it was Brigadoon.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of material. It's it a turns lot to out. go on. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> and this one was a bit more tricky. But what I've done is I've really honed in to a specific bit and a specific person. Oh. And this is all about the Riddler and nice. Frank Gorshin. Oh, nice. You know, so rather than describing the whole of the, you know, um, film and the yeah. idea that it, it links to Lachete and blah, 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 I've gone, it's the Riddler.
0: Nice. True. So, homage, homage, to the Riddler. Here we go.
1: There was a psychiatrist, Frank Gorshin, and intelligent sadness supports him. But riddle me this, he's inclined to insist, why spandex he no longer cavorts in.
0: Hey, nice, because Lycra wasn't invented
1: Exactly
0: <laughs> And I'm glad I pe- That's the only reason I picked you up
1: on that earlier on Because <laughs> I knew yeah, It was in my limerick
0: Always thinking of <laughs> always the thinking edit. edit Always, hey, always thinking of the edit yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Always thinking of your edit <laughs> Furiously rewriting a limerick to rhyme with Lycra
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly <laughs> that, I like exactly.
0: The, the specificness of that as well And, okay. and obviously
1: The Riddler Nice Oh yeah I mean I couldn't I couldn't resist
0: No No I feel bad I feel kind of silly That I've done a bit About the whole film now But okay
1: Yeah but I mean That's your usual (laughs) Kind of I mean Yeah Plus a change As I say (laughs) Yeah Black leather, crash, crash, crash. Black leather, black leather, kill, kill, kill. I got that feeling. Black leather rock.
0: I don't mind about (laughs) it.